The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Some top ten list. This one I found so entertaining to to uh, go through. And we're doing according to Pace Magazine, a uh, monthly music and entertainment digital magazine, the top most recognizable songs uh, from television theme shows. At number ten, you just heard the Mary Tyler Moore Show, uh, sung by Sonny Curtis. Love is all around. You old enough to remember Mary Tyler Moore? No. Oh, absolutely see, not. Now everyone in radio knows about uh, WKRP. Right. Of course. Uh, everyone in television knows about the Mary Tyler Moore show. Yeah. Yeah, it was like one of those ones. There was little pieces of that show that rang true. You know how WKRP, like Herb Tarlick, represents every salesman. You know, their sales department was one guy. Our sales department is probably 40. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's sort of this impression or the news guy with the... uh, Hawkeye News Award or whatever that represents (laughs) a dozen people here. Well, with um, the Mary Tyler Moore show, she was, I believe, the only producer, which you can imagine, really, a television station, even a local one with only one producer. We have several here for a radio station. Uh, But Ted Baxter, who was the, uh, um, the anchor, he would not take a vacation. Yeah. And he wouldn't take a vacation. It's the Ted Baxter syndrome. He explained it one day that he wouldn't take a vacation because for fear, whoever replaced him was better. And there is that sort of underlying fear, and not a global, but everywhere else, that among television personalities that they can easily be replaced or they fear that they'll easily be replaced. Right? Maybe that's true of anybody in public. I think that's... Radio, television. Yeah, I was going to say in, in radio and TV, I mean, uh, you know... Certain people get uh, an ego and think that <laughs> that uh, they're irreplaceable, but there is a lot of talent sitting on their couch that have been abruptly let go. Oh yeah, and that's from coast to coast. I'm not speaking specific to Edmonton or Alberta. The media business, and we've all seen it, especially with newspapers. I mean, they're they're cutting jobs, and and that's just how it is. But there's always someone out there that is more than willing to step into someone else's shoes. Oh, for sure. You no turn, matter how big. You turned a happy Friday topic into something dark pretty quick. No, eh? no. You just you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it's, no, it's, it's, for it, sure. And, but you're right. I mean, it's, it's within any profession, really. But media is just very vulnerable that way. Absolutely. But uh, there's hundreds of people out there that if somebody steps down, it doesn't take long to, to fill a position, you know, of hosting any... I, I've tried. I, I've, I Look how many weeks I've taken. I've tried. Yeah. I've taken more vacation than I get. I've tried. <laughs> I've tried not showing up. I've tried leaving early. I've tried arriving. I've tried everything. So well, I, don't, I don't know what it takes. No, I could tell you. No, I actually, I do know what it takes. Yeah. I, I just don't want to be that blunt about it. No. Just suddenly scream some four-letter word into the microphone. Yeah, that's all it really takes, or go on some <laughs> sort of rant that uh, <laughs> yeah, nobody, nobody respects, and uh, you'll be out of here, and oh. you won't be back on Monday. You know what? This could be the one. 
What's that? Well, let me take a run at this. Oh, boy. Because I have a slightly different take on this, I think, for some reason. I know Jay Lynn and I have talked about a similar story in the past, and we didn't agree on this particularly. Um, oh, uh, wrong story. Hang on a second. There it is. Uh, Tim Horton. So there was a series of tweets uh, sent by a father of two. Chris Webb is his name uh, in Montreal, and he tweeted uh, specifically directly at Tim Hortons. And his tweets were that uh, he was shocked and humiliated, was uh, a quote from one of his tweets, and that he had to use the women's bathroom to change his son's diaper in a Montreal area, Tim Hortons. He said the staff went out of their way to let him use the women's bathroom, but added that this is 2018. Both bathrooms should be equipped for changing diapers. And he was kind of relentless about this. Like, he went after it for quite some time. And he explained his situation. He was out of his house with his one-year-old going for lunch. Uh, He says, that shouldn't mean I have to explain myself to women in the washroom as to why I'm in their bathroom. Um, He brought it up to a supervisor, as I say, and he was told it's okay with the women. They don't mind. Everybody was sort of, you know, trying to help the guy out a little bit. Um, And now Tim Hortons has released a statement saying that in all all of its new bathrooms, that there will be uh, a men's, in the men's bathroom, there will be a change table. Only its new ones? It's new ones. But you, a couple other facts you should need, uh, you should know. There is no law in Canada at all that says you have to put a change table in any bathroom. It's an amenity. So there is no requirement. It's not part of your getting your permit or anything like that. So there, each restaurant or each uh, retail outlet, is. it's up to them what if they make their bathrooms publicly accessible, what's in the bathrooms, how big the bath, you know, all of these things. So, and you'll recall, and this is the story Jay Lynn and I talked about, back in January, there was a Calgary man who made headlines after he complained about the lack of options for dads at his local Dairy Queen. Uh, He was out with his two-year-old daughter, and uh, he was told he could either, according to him, change her diaper on the men's bathroom floor or take her out to his car. And people were outraged, right? I'm not outraged at all if you like going to a restaurant and this is what upset listeners at the time so i'll say it again because the story's here first of all i i was a dad a long time ago it's a long time since i changed diapers but i changed tons of them over the years and never did i change them in a bathroom and the fact that it would be convenient to have men's uh, bathrooms equipped with change tables is absolutely correct of course and moving forward sure put them in because things have changed there's more single dads uh, dads Whatever the changes are, dads are changing diapers. It, it's like they never did before. But we'll just say they are. Right? Well, and there were, there are you know gay couples that would need to, sure, to do that okay. as well with adopted children. Right. As so, an example, as times change, so do the restaurants. But to suggest that any restaurant, I mean, it's an easy target when it's Tim Hortons because they're a very familiar name. But if the story instead were uh, Betty's Bistro in uh, you know Balzac, um, we wouldn't we wouldn't even it wouldn't even make the news. Be like, well, why does Betty's Bistro and But each of these are independently owned for the most part as well. So somebody who has a particular Tim Hortons in Montreal who's got an old design doesn't have a change table in there. So he doesn't have a change table. Well, at least... Uh, don't go the, there. At least the Tim Hortons... No, but it doesn't have to be don't go there. Just mention, should it happen, which is exactly what happened in this situation, that it, it's not in there, but could I please use the women's bathroom because... Which is what this they did. Which is it, what they, and they, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, it, the situation was resolved, and I'm sure that when women walked in, it's it, he just said, "Listen, I apologize that I'm in here. 
my my son or or daughter needs to be changed mm-hmm. i'll be out of here as quickly as possible it's not like he was just lurking in the bathroom alone he had a child in there that needed changing right right so tim hortons has made the right steps in their new restaurants yeah, their forward. new bathrooms right. they're moving forward they're going to have accessible change tables in their bathrooms to me that's fine and, oh okay well and, to me that's fine too right and i don't i don't see an issue with that and i mean like you said you could do it on the floor of the bathroom, although I, the sanitary part of that... Oh, I wouldn't can, do it on the floor of a bathroom, but, but I can tell you I've changed a lot of diapers and back seats in back of cars. In the back seats of your car. Yeah, and, and in trunks, honestly. You open up the trunk and right. you know, lay the blanket down or whatever. At the end of the day, I can't say too much about this. One, I don't have any children. Two, I have, I have not changed a diaper. And I don't know... <laughs> really? Right. <laughs> so I don't know what that feeling is like, say, to be in... A woman's facility to do right. that. See, maybe, but, uh, may, Brad, I'm sorry to interrupt. Maybe I'm just oversensitive because I'm tired. I, I'm, I'm tired of m- your problem becomes everybody's problem all the time, whatever that problem is. Because this individual went to a Tim Hortons that wasn't equipped to change the diaper, and because he didn't know that an hour after he feeds his little girl that she's probably going to need a diaper change, that we need to change all Tim Hortons. And and, it, and it's it's not this. It's I, I'm just tired. Like, it's just like, for I don't want to say the weakest link, because he's not a weak link. He's a dad changing the daughter's diaper. But it's like whatever problem an individual has... It becomes a universal problem. It becomes a universal problem. Right. I and, totally agree. Yeah. And it's not necessarily a diaper changing. It's anything. Right. It, it's absolutely anything. My coffee was too hot. You need to make sure the temperature is a little bit, you know, cooler when I get it. And you need to do that for everyone because I'm sure a lot of people are complaining that your coffee's hot. Well, maybe you just don't like your coffee as hot as everyone else does. Right. And, and then they tweet... And that is, yeah, we could do an because, entire afternoon an of this. An individual can now hold an entire chain of restaurants, you know, hostage base. And they can extort, uh, you know, through bad publicity. And particularly a Tim Hortons, which has struggled in recent time with certain publicity issues, particularly in Eastern Canada. See, and it, it makes me think, remember earlier this week, that woman in Lethbridge who had the incident at the McDonald's? Yes, where she got the cleaner fluid in her latte. She did not attack McDonald's. No. She singled out that McDonald's location that something needs to be done, maybe implement better training, maybe make sure that when you finish a job, you do it properly so this does not happen again. She didn't attack McDonald's with 65 tweets right. saying you're doing this in the hundreds of countries that you're serving, and I'm sure other people have drank it and not noticed. It happened at one location. Mm-hmm. She wants that rectified at that location. Right. Because we don't know if it happened at other locations. Gee, so this yeah. man t- this man the other day at the Tim Hortons, he has no clue if this has happened to anyone before at any other Tim Hortons establishment. Because maybe there are Tim Hortons out there that have men-equipped diaper-changing stations. Sure. But then... Well, decides, they do. Right. The one in my neighborhood does, but right. it's newer restaurants. See, and when you mention this, mine back home, the one I went to for... 20 plus years growing up in Ottawa had one from the day I can remember that they had one. But he decides, nope, this is happening at every single location, outs Tim Hortons, and the next thing you know, you and I are spending 10 or 12 minutes talking about it. I know. That's true. Because this guy feels that he's been wronged by an entire chain of restaurants that are independently owned. Exactly. It's up to them. See, to me, it's albino beer. 
again. Right. And that was the first story I ever remember along these lines, and it would have been when I first started in radio, and I laughed it off and got a lot of pushback from listeners when I, that was my first wake-up call that no matter what your opinion is, uh, there'll be people who disagree. But it was, was it Earl's that had the albino beer? I can't recall. I think it was. I wouldn't have been in Alberta at that time yet. Well, it I was, I, it was I believe, a Vancouver location, but they used to have albino beer. Okay. And then guess who walks into a restaurant? An albino, An albino individual. who's offended by albino beer, so therefore they get rid of their albino beer. And, it, and it's just, then don't go to that restaurant if it offends you. It didn't hurt you, harm you, injure you. It didn't take away your rights. It didn't do anything to you. Just don't go in that restaurant or don't order that beer. But because of that, nobody gets albino beer. No, exactly. You've ruined an experience for people that actually may be a big fan yeah. of albino beer. And like you said, it's that simple. Just don't go there anymore. Exactly. I mean... Earl's is one of hundreds of restaurants in whatever city you live in. You can literally go anywhere else, unless you're addicted to a certain sandwich. And I'm pretty sure it was Vancouver. It was like, you know, well, where am I going to eat if not the Earl's? Uh, anyways, we've been counting down. We're going to take a break. We've been counting down the uh, top 10 TV uh, show themes of all time, according to Paste, an entertainment, a monthly enter- entertainment digital magazine. Uh, let's go to break uh, with number nine. Just sit right back and you'll hear a tale, a tale of a fateful trip That started from this topic boy, a boy, this tiny ship The mate was a mighty sailor man, skipper brave and sure Five passengers set sail that day for a three-hour tour A three-hour tour The weather started getting rough, the tiny ship was tossed If not for the courage of the... 2.52 on the 6.30 Jet Afternoon News. Uh, we're counting down this afternoon the top 10 TV show theme songs of all time just before that last break. Of course, who doesn't know at number nine, Gilligan's Island, uh, performed by Sherwood Schwartz and George Weil. Well, that I didn't know. And the song itself is called The Ballad of Gilligan's Isle. We were also talking about Tim Hortons and the uh, lack of a change table at a Montreal uh, location. Ken wants to talk to us. Hey, Ken, what's... Oh, let me try that again. Bob always does something crazy to the phone lines when he's in here. Hey, Ken. Yeah, hi. I just want to share this with you guys. I noticed there's a trend out there with other institutions, and which was, I, I was confused at first. It didn't make sense to me. Now it does since I was listening to your radio show. We're making signs with icons. We're uh, having co-ed men and women washrooms, and they have a baby with a like a table folding. So yep. It's... Uh, Men and women can use this particular washroom and change the baby's diapers. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's a story we did a couple of months back, and I can't remember what the catalyst for that story was. I think it was rec centers uh, going co-ed or something. Rec centers, uh, it's malls, stations, and schools. And that being in the science, I noticed a trend. And being, being a single guy, never had any children, now I get it. Since you had your, we had the conversation here. I'm listening to your show. Yeah, it makes sense to me too. Moving down the road, I was kind of against uh, co-ed bathrooms, you know, but it's sort of starting to make a little more sense to me as well. And it will be less costly for people uh, like Tim Hortons. That's it, because not everyone has a square footage to put add an extra bathroom, right? For this and that, and you know, whatever you're thinking about, you know. So I just want to share that with you guys, okay? But it is happening. I know this is a bigger trend because we're doing 
signs more often. Huh. And I noticed in, in shopping malls and in, like, high schools, believe it or not. Yeah, well, no, that I believe, because that's been a contentious issue. Uh, appreciate the call, Ken. Thanks very much for that. He's right. And again, like I said off the top uh, of this conversation, that is the way we're moving. So let's just move that way. Yeah. Let's not have a guy in Montreal say that that movement has to happen today because his situation is this. You know what I mean? Like, it just... People are telling me it was uh, Rhino Albino, Albino Rhino Beer, and it was West Edmonton Mall. Is that right? It's been so long. I, I honestly don't remember the story. I just remember that Albino Beer was just gone one day. And it was like, yeah, there was... A guy didn't like it. Wasting other people's... <laughs> Great barley juice. <laughs> you know, but seriously, you know, what if you're, what if you work near an Earl's and that becomes your your local watering hole? You're done work. Well, somebody said it wasn't Earl's. You... It was. I thought it was Earl's, but somebody said it was an Elephant and Castle. I don't know that that's true. I, I'm pretty sure. You know what? I'll Google it during the break and get the story. It's such an old story. It was just not really the major point. The point was I remember that as being the first situation where one individual dictated what all the rest of us were going to be able to have. Yeah, and that's unfortunate because it takes away from others, pe- other people's experiences. And, yeah. you know, oh, <laughs> why are you taking away from something I enjoy just because you're offended at something? And, I, okay, I should probably preface this. You're, <laughs> you're taking away something as simple as a beer. Yeah. You're, if it was something serious that you and I and most of society would go, you know what? Like, why no, are they exactly. doing it? Of course, that then I would agree with that, but to just... I know. Oh, albino rhino beer? <laughs> that does it. That's it. Like, Everyone needs to be suffering I because never go, I am. Never going to Canada again. Uh, as we take a break, uh, up to the top of the hour for your news headlines, and we're counting down still all afternoon, the top 10 TV theme songs of all time. Take a listen to number eight. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.